0: he was always lurking around my door all the time. He was always coming up. He'd knock on the door or he'd stop and he'd poke his head in and he'd say, hey, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? And then I closed the door. He got mad and did his little wind up and then.
1: Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. Welcome back to Classroom Brew. This is the podcast It's going to feel a lot like you're getting a beer with your friends at the end of a workday or work week. This week, we have a returning guest, Mary, who you may remember from episodes 22 and 23, where we talked about behavior in the classroom, we talked about teenage angst and all that good stuff, as well as bigger issues that are going on in urban education. But yeah, so thanks again though for doing this. By the way, you're welcome. No biggie. We live close, but still, it's it's a little passion project. So it's nice whenever someone's willing to come on over and waste a couple hours.
0: <laughs> I think it's I think it's kind of fun. Well, that's good. It's, it's an good. interesting it's an interesting thing to do.
1: Thanks, I appreciate. Well, it's been a while. Uh, I know. What was the last one, was, one we did? Uh, well, it would have been. This is sixty-two and sixty-three. The last one was twenty-two and twenty-three. Holy so cow! Exactly forty weeks. Well, you've weeks.
0: been busy. That's what that means. <laughs> It was, guess, was it, it was last year though. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it was last school year that we did it. That makes sense. And I yeah. feel a lot more disconnected this year. I don't know why. It's like well not being mm. right next to you anymore, uh, you know, oh, proximity the classroom. Yeah. And um well you're just you don't need my intervention as much. You don't have <laughs> as many questions. You figured a lot of stuff out, so. Oh,
1: thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, why have. why did they do that again to here make sure actually move I want to move me. it a little bit closer yeah why did they move you again i kind of know but i i don't really know it's
0: a dumb reason <laughs> um it is well especially the you know when you were saying just before about how there's always an answer for everything yeah um and and i'm curious too about the whole uh you know is this to unsettle me a little bit i don't know i can't imagine they'd want to do that purposefully but anyway, I would mentioned to her about the, um, the floor in the room and I showed it to her and she was, she was unsettled about the floor. Yeah. It was you spongy, know? right? Yeah. When we walked around she, and she was very unhappy that that is a job that had been paid for.
1: Right. Because. When was it done again? So there used to be like a, basically a stage, right?
0: There was a, um, a dais. With a big cabinet on top of it. And the cabinet had a okay. sink and it had a stone top. And oh, it had this big like electrical thing in it, some electrical panel that they used for chemistry. Because that was the whole science ends of the building. So anyway, so when I showed her the um, the floor and we walked around, she was very, very unhappy. Because she's, you know, she's got this punch list of things that she wants to try to do for the building. Some of which are really cosmetic, you know, some, minor stuff and then others that are like the big jobs like the sewers under the building the (laughs) The hot water
1: is still brown have you noticed that gross yeah
0: yeah there's so many things that are gross about this building (laughs) you know what I love the building it's a beautiful building Mm -hmm. but because they've neglected it for so long I don't know that it's something that is gonna come back you know that they're gonna actually pour money into it like do you know um, Lindblom oh okay So it's a big old building. It was like one of, it was the Chicago public school that Chicago public school kids went to in that area. And then Mm -hmm. there was another one, which was DuSable, and it had been a big school too. Big
1: draw. Older than our building or newer?
0: Um, Lindblom? Yeah. Mm, Same era. Okay. Same era, just different architecture. Sure. It's neoclassical, Beaux-Arts, and ours is prairie style. They threw tons of money into Lindblom, redid the pool, completely gutted the interior, mm-hmm. redid the whole thing. And it's it's one of these sprawling buildings, no campus to speak of. It's in the middle. I mean, it's in the middle of the ghetto. Everything around it is bombed out. So they invested in that, but that was going to become a magnet school,
1: a selective oh, gotcha. enrollment
0: school. There's very little chance there's going to be a magnet school in our area anyway the the idea about the floor she when i was out sick with my nose
1: um Mm -hmm. that's also why i was like let's hold off on doing an episode (laughs) with mary so that she's got time to recover
0: (laughs) well that was weird is that i didn't anticipate being out that long my doctor didn't really prep me right and then she tells me that i have to move out of my room while i'm out sick yeah and so when i came back i not only had to deal with you know just coming back actually kind of prematurely. but then having to move mm-hmm. all my crap and not one bit of help.
1: Is it permanent? Because I remember when you were out, I assumed they were just trying to like, kind of like big schoolhouse room. Like, let's just put them in a room There's already a staff member there so that they don't have to worry about going to your class. And I didn't know that it was because the floor is unsafe, but... The
0: floor isn't really unsafe. I mean... It's just spongy. It's spongy. So you were
1: in there for two years like it that, It needs
0: right? repair. Yes. Because it was done in a poor manner in the first place, but... Yeah. I think what it allows her to do is to schedule the repair without wor- any worry of me having to sure. vacate the premise or to move my stuff. Although, I still have a ton of stuff in there mm-hmm. because it's been nonstop since I came back. I mean, there, I haven't had any time to...
1: Do you like that room better than your new one? or
0: uh, It's iffy. It's, it yeah. goes both ways. Um, the room I'm in currently, 204, is... Bigger. It is bigger. Yeah.
1: A lot of windows, too.
0: But it's all windows. Yeah. There's very little wall space. And I like wall space. I like to be able to yeah. put things up. There's no bulletin boards. I mean, they've got those tiny little, you know, things on them.
1: Which used to be slate. Some of the rooms are like that are still like little slate panels. That's are it. they? Like Which ch- is dangerous because if it breaks, that's sharp. Oh, late. I didn't but. even
0: know that. Um, okay, so then there's that, and it's um, it's cold or boiling hot. True. Sure. but that is partly the engineer too. He doesn't know how to run the boiler. I mean, he's really-
1: yeah, not yet. Smart guy just he's still adjusting to and it. And he's a
0: nice guy. But I think well the previous engineer picked people and gave them kind of preference. And I was one of those people I got. Mm. He was always very careful about making sure he'd come around all the time and say, How's how's the temp?
1: Yeah. How's yeah. the temp? That's kinda of how Luis is now. He's he's coming around and he's like, Hey, just checking on everything. Yeah, because he's the a nice room,
0: guy. the room you're in, used to be so hot yeah. all the time. She always had to open the windows mm. and then me right next door to her was never hot. And I only had one window to open, so it mm-hmm. was tough. But the thing is, is that when the rooms are super hot, even if you open the windows, then you've always got those kids that can't handle it. Yeah. And... They're cold-blooded. Um, they are kind of reptilian, aren't they? Yeah.
1: yeah. I was like, can you turn the air on? I'm hot. And then two minutes later, I'm cold. Like, And everyone else is like, well, no, no. Yeah, very yeah. complainy.
0: There's a lot of... <laughs> she's needy.
1: Yeah. You know what's funny, too, about... um uh, about the room that I'm in is when I was mulling over my, my job options that when I was like, I haven't seen a classroom because I didn't do a demo. Thank God. All I was, I was in the, for any of the
0: jobs, how Uh, interesting for
1: the ones I got offers at two of them had a demo, but the other two did not, but I hadn't seen a classroom. And so I was like, I just need to find something. And so I Googled it and, uh, I saw a picture of Jim's room on Google images and then, (laughs) Uh, I found a video that actually you were in, even though I didn't know it was you at the time, where it was some sort of study. I think I've told you about this. And I was like, oh, this is what I can expect from a room. Fast forward to accepting the job. It's the exact classroom that I am in now. So I, I YouTubed it just to be like, what can I expect? And that's exactly what I got.
0: How interesting.
1: Yeah. Funny world. Funny, yeah, when
0: world. Uh, we were doing this um, motivational framework thing, yeah. she was videota- she had mm-hmm. a film crew in too um and so we would get videotaped in various yeah, capacities terrible. <laughs> well you can see we're really sticking to it you know this yeah. is that's what happens in cps it's you know like this yeah you're constantly climbing mountains and then you're trying to figure out how to get down That sounds because you've right. been up at the summit for a while looking around saying hey i got up here look at me i'm doing it And then the program gets dropped, and it's on to the next thing.
1: That's why I'm worried about all these programs are entering into the building now.
0: She has some really good ideas, I think. Yeah. I think she's very commonsensical. That's what I like about her. Yeah. She's not real trendy.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, and I just, even on a more, like, practical level with the building that we're in, she wants to rehab it, and she also wants, there's so many empty rooms and unused spaces in there. Like the little photography room that we were talking about. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember we were looking for maps that one day. And yeah. I was like, we should use this for something.
0: That used to be the social studies office.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But then it was just storage for crap. And Junk. It's yeah. got old sinks from when it was a photography development thing. And mm. it's got exposed wires that have to be rehabbed. But I was talking to her <laughs> and I was like, what if we made it into a... And she said, sound studio? Like she finished my sentence. And I was like, yes. Because it's got low ceilings. It's perfect. So little things like... Because that's like a little nook and cranny of our building. Yep. And she wants to try to utilize it, which I think is good.
0: I agree. But, I think that, uh, well, I mean, all the changes she's made have been positive And yeah. there were things that the previous principal didn't do. I mean, she didn't paint the lockers, even though they were getting kind of dingy looking. And mm-hmm. there was...
1: That's my favorite addition from the summer, by the way. Me too. Uniform colored lockers, because it, it just didn't look good before. Uh-uh. Like, let's separate our school by using colors... On the lockers, like, what does that sound like? Like that's not a good idea at all in an inner city school to suddenly distinguish based on colors and designs on lockers. Who was I
0: speaking to recently uh about the fact that our building is shared by a charter school, and they were shocked? I said, that's pretty common, actually. It's one of the ways it seems that neighborhood schools get pressured to close. Mm-hmm. Is that the either they have to they have to share a building with a charter school, or the charter school is in such proximity mm-hmm. that it really starts to put undue pressure
1: on. Right, and that's why it's such a big deal for like they were really talking about the presence of more charters opening up around us and throughout the whole city with the new union delegate, you know, since April stepping down. Which I was surprised when you walked in that you didn't feel like jumping on that opportunity. I feel like you'd be the perfect person to like to be the union advocate. delegate, yeah, because you know enough about everything. And I was, I mean, I'd I didn't want to wanna, work with oh the guy that yeah the problematic guy.
0: I couldn't, I couldn't work with him.
1: But you didn't want to, you didn't want to jump on that opportunity.
0: I don't need any more stress in my life. I don't yeah. need to add him. I mean, if it <laughs> was if I was working with somebody who was, um, I don't know, you know, reminds me of a lot of Southside guys I know. Okay. Like, <laughs> you know, he's a hardworking guy and uh, he put in his years but, you know, when you listen to him speak he's he's very south side he's got that, mm-hmm. that strong Chicago accent and sure. um, most times he works with people who are really needy or who are just people pleasing kind of people he wouldn't say or do anything really to offend anybody but sure. at the same time, you know doesn't get much done, kind of ineffective but like, if you were thinking about Helping somebody out, really helping somebody out. These are your strengths, these are your... She, she was smart. She, I think she was once a very good teacher with different kinds of students, mm-hmm. but she wasn't making the changes that she needed to. And for to not help her out that way, he was setting her up to fail. Mm-hmm. I mean, I helped her out as much as I could, but I had pressure too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, was, I heard about like the whole apprenticeship that you had with that principal and... That sounds like a nightmare.
0: Yeah, and and well and just the the idea that here you're the department head and mm-hmm. it was clear what she wanted me to do was try to push her out. But that was uh, okay. clear right from the beginning.
1: Was this like a an understanding like unspoken or was it just yes. like uh, it was
0: unspoken but
1: That's uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Well but she did that she did that with a number of teachers there. Like there was another there was an English teacher, you know, and why why push so many people out? I mean, <laughs> are you really helping things? But, um, it was the same kind of thing where uh, you knew that she had it out for them right from the very beginning. Like I talked about wanting to collaborate with a English teacher because English and social studies goes together very well, and mm-hmm. um, that's the kind of stuff I like to do. I like to do one or two projects a year where I'm yeah. you know got something close going on, and we're both working on a similar topic, right. and immediately before I even met, it told me that, um, oh well, she's not going to work with you because she's not like that. <laughs> Right. Okay. Like, wow. Yeah. Before I even knew. Yeah. And this was, of course, before she shit all over me, too. So, you know. that. Yeah, burn that bridge. Right,
1: right. This was the other thing, too, because you're talking about, like, stress and stuff like that. Mm. Because I was really worried that you might not be coming back this year. Because I knew you wanted to exit at a certain point. But then there was the issue with the door. The door.
0: The door is just symptomatic of what. The culture in the in the school and who we give our most attention to, mm-hmm. and also for me, it was you're going to keep this person who supports this kind of behavior in our school. Mm-hmm. That was probably the part that bothered me the most. Determine how students student discipline was pursued, mm-hmm. uh, who was pursued, like. You know, those kids that she tended to support, it was because, the dean that is, was because she had a personal relationship with the
1: family. Right. A long withstanding relationship, too.
0: And because of that, she couldn't see that in the bigger picture, kids like that were detrimental to the larger culture.
1: Now, the day that it happened, all I know, I don't even remember why I was in the hall. I think I was just making kids go to class or whatever. But what really happened? Because all I saw was... What caused it? Not what caused, but like what, like what was your perspective of it? Because to me, it was just this kid's angry needs attention. He had an audience watching him, yeah, and then he decides to lunge his foot at the big window, which that tempered glass, by the way, did a really shitty job. Yeah, there was glass everywhere.
0: Well, he when he kicked broke it, the frame. Yeah. Well, my perspective was, as was common for a certain period of the day, and I think it was sixth period. Um, Which was after lunch. Mm -hmm. There would always be kids who would gather in that hallway, in that large hallway there. And uh, our security didn't do anything about it. Because our security was that one older man at that time of day. Because the go-getter was always uh, taking lunch. Right. And then we had the new guy who was, you know...
1: (laughs) Still getting his booty. Yeah, it was... (laughs) That was a rough few months there.
0: He's a nice guy, but he doesn't know how, how to be a security guard. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's... And apparently
0: he hasn't been trained. That's what I, yeah. I've heard he's numerous much, times. He's much
1: better this year.
0: Absolutely. Still a
1: learning curve, but much better.
0: Absolutely. Um, so anyway, that was the situation. And I had gone out in the hall once to scatter them. And mm-hmm. of course, you know. The minute you do that, the kids are all over you. Like, what are you, the cops? Are you the security guard? Right. I'm like, no, oh. I'm just trying to have a class. Right. And you're being loud.
1: Oh, and if they claim that you're not their teacher, even though you're still a staff member in the building, they get so mad at you for trying to redirect their behavior. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, my God. Sorry, go ahead. It's a weird thing.
1: Yeah. It's there's very no... much
0: part of the culture. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're not the person in front of them every single day, mm-hmm. you are nothing to them. Right. It's right. so odd.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh, it's the,
0: him. it's the opposite of relationship building. Right. Like I'm actually saying hello to you because you were my, my student last year and I want to know how you're doing. Right. And like, sometimes you'll get a good response. Who is it? Uh, you don't have this kid surprisingly this year.
1: I've got him. Oh, you do. What do you have yeah. him for? US. He's in CTT. Oh,
0: he has horrible <laughs> behavior. He's okay. One-on-one generally. Yeah. You have if he has a crowd at all, he has, yeah. he like loses his mind.
1: The best work I've gotten out of him is when there's a field trip or two during the day, and I can sit down with him at a table with no one else, give him two tasks to do, and I'll say, I'll be back in two minutes. And he does it. A small setting is what would really help him. Yep. But I can't do that if I've got 32 in a room. And it's funny you mentioned, like, you could even say hi to some of these kids, but, like, um, and I'll bleep her name, but... She was, like, yelling up and down the hall, and I I just asked her, what's wrong? Like, Do you need to, like... I didn't have a class at the time. Do you need to, like, come in and, like, de-stress for a little bit? Like... We had a good relationship last year. And she goes, don't fucking talk to me. Go fuck yourself. And I yeah. was like, thank you for that. I'm going to close my door now.
0: Like, yeah, well, she's a prime example. That's exactly. I mean, she's uh, said something to me once or twice. I was able to move her out of my civics class mm-hmm. last year um, because she was so confrontational every mm-hmm. single day. And and it was because it was the same behavior. And, of course, I would correct and mention that behavior, which was right. Tardies, acting like I wasn't in the middle of instruction when she walked in, right. being disruptive, and then she started to create this entourage. She had like three or four kids always with her all the time that because correct. she is a natural leader. <laughs> but it's she... just on the dark side. Sure. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so we got off task, uh, uh, off topic. We were talking about the the thing out in the hall. So I had gone out there at least once, maybe twice, and then somebody pounded on the door
1: -hmm. and this is during a class too like it's not like a prep period right okay got a
0: class going on okay it was my senior class somebody pounded on the door and i rose to the bait and i should not i shouldn't have just i should have just not Mm. gone out to the door but i did i went out and i was like who was that who did that the same crowd that had been out there that whole time right and i looked around i'm like who did it and i said was it you because you're standing right here and this was a kid who was not in any of my classes. I didn't have him. I'd never yeah. had him as a student.
1: He just had to get through a few more months and could graduate, right?
0: Yeah. And he was always lurking around my door all the time. He was always coming up. He'd knock on the door or he'd stop and he'd poke his head in and he'd say, hey, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Um, so
1: not negative lurking. He just he needed some. Uh,
0: no, but he was always hanging around and yeah. I had no idea why. And he says, I'd like to take a class with you. And I said, well, (laughs) um, you're a senior, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Or something like that. Uh, And then I closed the door. And I guess because I had singled him out, because he was the closest to the door. Sure. And he was out in the hall for the third time I'd been out there telling them to leave. He got mad and did his little wind up and then... Smash the door. He
1: back, And those are wide hallways. He backed up all the way and Like, ran I'm going to show her to blame me. Drop kick to the window. Like, that'll show her.
0: The thing was is that nothing would have happened. I might have written up that so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so were loitering in the halls. Yeah. For however many times, and I kept asking security to come down. Right. Well, then, of course, by the time they came down, the door was smashed in, and I had lost my confidence for the day.
1: Don't blame you there.
0: Um and had to leave. And then, and then, of course, the dean saying that it was because of the way I talked to kids that that was why my door got smashed.
1: At. Yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve. Like, if you weren't there...
0: And I said that, and I addressed that with the principal, and uh, she and I never had a restorative conference. Two months later, she came up to me and said, hey, how you doing? And then gave me a hug. Um...
1: All right, sorry, we're rolling again. Okay. So sorry, listeners, we've got Apparently, construction and talkative people going right by <laughs> the studio, so all the more reason to move. By the time my lease is up next year, uh, but anyway, so yeah, she. I remember that too, and I was in the old lounge at the time, and people were talking about it, and that was my thing too, is that they were they weren't there. They, I don't even remember what they were saying, but they were trying to make up what was said conversationally, and my thing was, hey guys, I was within about five feet, I didn't hear any of that, and I don't, I still don't know what happened. So, like, let's. Let's take a step back here. Um,
0: oh, I'm sure I said something like, "What is wrong with them?" <laughs> I probably said something but, like that, that, that but was, I just had my door that's, kicked in. That's
1: nowhere near. Well, and they were saying, I don't even remember what the fake quote was that they were making up, but it, it was before.
0: Oh, that I said that to the kids. Yeah,
1: and that's why that's where the blame kind of came in. And so,
0: oh wait, so the kids said that to.
1: St- I think they just came up with that. To be honest, I don't think. At that time... Um, oh, because, because I'd come
0: out in the hall to correct them three right, or four they times? they thought the correction
1: was an inappropriate correction. And again, they weren't there. I was close by. I didn't hear that, but I still don't have the full story. And I know they hadn't talked to the kids because I had to follow the main culprit down that staircase right past the water fountains to make sure that he wasn't about to do more damage. That's when he tried to take a swing at me. And I was like, you don't want to try that again, buddy. And then we went to the main office to cool down. Uh, I know you went home. And then didn't come back for a while, which I'm with you. I probably would have too. Because there was no support at all. My big concern was that, and too, um, she was like, I'm really worried she's not coming back. I really hope she comes back. And I was like, yeah, me too. I love I love her too. She's, she's good. <laughs> she's just she's, a sweetheart. She's funny too when she's redirecting these kids. <laughs> she's just, the one, and no one else hears it. Like she's just saying stuff to herself. she
0: says about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> too funny she'll also when i'm going to the bathroom or something like that she's like you might want to wait a minute he just came out of there (laughs) (laughs) so like you got my back thanks i appreciate it Uh, but yeah but yeah that was i was worried well selfishly i was worried oh great if she doesn't come back now i've got to be department head because we were just joking about that on the podcast last time (laughs) that would have broken anybody like i knew it wouldn't break you i knew you'd come back by the end of the year but i was thinking this is probably like the final straw i'm assuming this year's going much better though right like you happier in the position and
0: oh uh, yeah but you know it's still it, uh, i don't know what to say you know i've never done anything in my life for a very long period of time
1: what do you mean by long period? because for me like this is the longest i've been in 10 years
0: job. it's the longest i've ever worked okay. in wa- that's at one that's a pretty thing. good stretch
1: though that's a good stretch
0: it's a long time i mean i went into teaching because there was this pension and it was this idea that i would mm-hmm. work until i could retire and i didn't really have any concept of what that meant how demanding and grueling teaching is yeah. because it's so daily. Right. And not only is it so daily, like I'd done daily stuff, um, but it had been environments that weren't so difficult. What we do every day is really hard. Hmm. We are attempting to equalize a completely unequal situation. Right. There is nothing equal about what goes on in our building compared to the larger system, mm-hmm. right? I look at my son's school. I was just looking through the yearbook, and that's one of the most diverse schools I've ever mm-hmm. seen. The mix nice. of kids that are there. Yeah, it's yeah, incredible. It's what you want. Yeah, it is. But it's also pretty darn middle class. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really reflect the city. right? But we deal in environments that are unnaturally poor, mm-hmm. unnaturally deprived from social situations social circumstances that uh nobody wants to live in much less a child who's forced to live in it and then we're given the same menu to succeed and told here this is we're gonna we're gonna judge you and your performance Mm -hmm. against the same same as jones
1: jones is a selective enrollment school
0: That is the most fucked up thing I've ever heard of in my life. Mm -hmm. And on top of it, I think we're expected to maintain a a social justice philosophy and demeanor that is outside. You know, it's it's so the problems are so large that even if you're passionate about it, even if it's what you really want, um, you feel defeated. And I don't know I don't I don't understand how that can exist. And then on top of it, to punish the practitioners. Like why wouldn't they give us the best principles? Why wouldn't they give us the best principles? Why wouldn't they give us the most seasoned security? Why wouldn't they give us access to what's what is the best practices or the best materials even. Right. Why do we have to scrounge for fucking everything? Why do we have to do donors choose to get our kids out of the building, even though it's <laughs> mandated that we get our kids out of the building? I don't, you know, it's this, that part just baffles.
1: Well, when we were talking, As so I had Justin on, who's um, security, Then he used to be a part of like a gang intervention unit mm-hmm. before he worked at the school. And he was like, I, I couldn't believe that, has like nothing. We don't really have counselors for like trauma. We've we've lost in the past 2 years two kids to gun violence, maybe 3, probably so.
0: more. We probably yeah, just don't even know. We don't
1: know about. And there's nothing to help support like sure we have like this weird grant that kind of helps that they don't really loop us in on, but
0: Which is by the way the same PD we've had every single yeah. time.
1: You don't like watching that video 18 different <sighs> times? I wish my teacher knew. <laughs> i was talking to I texted a buddy of my new teachers in California. It's like, yes, I've seen that damn video at least 25 times in the past two months. Like, well,
0: and the one with the football, with the, with the race. Oh, I've yeah. I've seen take that one. Take a step one.
1: forward, take a step forward, take a step forward. Three times. Yeah, that one's getting kind of old. No,
0: I mean, it's a good video. It's a great yeah. video. For those who haven't seen it, I get it.
1: Which, by the way, terrible wait time from those PDs. Do you have any questions? Great. And then we move on. Well,
0: because everybody's rushed for yeah. some reason.
1: I just... It, Watch this video and then let's share our reactions. Well, what 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 do you mean by reactions? I've reacted to this video fifty times. Like, what do you want me to do here? But
0: right, what what would be useful is, you know, to. But I don't even know that we can do this. Like, like I hate it when uh, an administrator gets up there and tells us, you know, these kids are homeless and these kids have these issues and these kids have these issues. But by the way, you can't know who they are.
1: Oh yeah, that's right confidentiality and we still have to find a way, yeah.
0: So that means that I need to treat everybody the same as though they're traumatized even mm-hmm. though some kids are actually kind of... they Maybe they're traumatized. Not all kids... The boys we were talking about before, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so they're both in the same family. Purportedly suffering whatever the same trauma issues are. Right. And yet completely different.
1: Yeah, um, demeanor and...
0: Um, just their reactions to things are right. completely different. And granted, they're two individuals.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: how do you approach one in a school setting where there's rules and expectations and performance demands and and the other? You know, how do, how do you equalize that? It's mm-hmm. just, you know, when, when you go into some school settings or the school settings that I used to know and understand, you could have a set of rules and expect to be able to... Enforce them kind of uniformly, yeah. And then you would have the occasional issues where something different had to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but at our school, it's like we have to individualize every really, single thing. Really
1: hard to keep track too. Really hard to keep track. Keep track of how to react and modify and accommodate and.
0: Yeah, well, because it's from day to day too. Yeah. I mean, we're getting to that point now where you know the Monday insanity. The Friday Insanity, yeah. right?
1: Sure. Get the
0: Monday and the Friday Insanity. Right. At least we don't have Wednesday Insanity anymore.
1: Right. It's not as productive because they're angry that it's not a short day, even though every single day is shorter with the new schedule, but they're angry about that. Um, you know, that was the joke I used to have, right? No. No, oh, it's Monday. We won't get a whole lot done. And then Tuesday, well, you know, it's still the second day of the week. They're not really ready for it. Well, Wednesday's a short day, so no one's really motivated. And Thursday, they're just ready for Friday. And then by Friday, oh, it's the weekend, so they don't give a shit. That was my thing. <laughs> but that was just my cynicism.
0: But that was not untrue. I yeah. do find Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, like the productive days. Yes, yeah. And right. Mondays are a mad, uh, calming them down.
1: Yeah, honestly.
0: And then Fridays are... Uh, trying to squeeze a little bit of something in before (laughs) hell breaks loose, especially in the afternoon, because by the afternoon things are really starting to go to shit.
1: Which is also when they like to observe us most of the time. That's fun from our network. In the afternoons? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um,
1: They're not uh, morning people. (laughs) That's what it is. This week's episode of Classroom Brew is brought to you by you. Well, it could be. If you've noticed on social media, we've been posting a lot of video clips with highlights from the podcast. If you would like to check out more of those video clips, or if you would like full-length episodes, then head on over to patreon.com slash classroombrew. The hope is that if we can get a few people that feel like supporting the show, we can produce weekly video podcasts instead of just the highlight clips. So if you would like to be a patron or a supporter of Classroom Brew, go to patreon.com slash classroombrew. That's P-A-T-R-E. It's kind of like when they go around and they say, who's been teaching for one or two years? Who's been teaching for five or six? Who's been teaching for 10 plus? Yeah. And then they go, look at all the hands raised. We have such a variety. People fresh out, people that have been doing it, and people yeah. that are, in, like, no shit. Like, every time they do that.
0: Yeah, that's just, that's it's just like, the the standard, that's the f- standard it's like playing, the,
1: it's like playing the same video every single time or <laughs> like that's where that's, that's true. Concern.
0: That's a, that's an apt <laughs> uh, analogy.
1: Oh, that's funny. So when you, after that incident happened and like the mm-hmm. problems with all that, how, cause you came back sooner than I would have, I think it was what, a week or two, if even.
0: It was, I was out maybe five days. That's fast. But then we also went on break.
1: True, true. But what was, like, how did you, like, from the day that you said, I am, I need time to kind of recharge and get into the right space. What was that process of, like, I'm ready, I'm getting ready to go back. Like, Hmm. cause that's, I had someone, um, it's, that's an interesting question. It's a a podcast called the teacher's Lounge with Mrs. G and she quit her job. She did an entire episode on why she quit. And she like, was, she like took a week off. Wasn't getting any support and it's an elementary school and it was just a shit show. And so she quit. And then by the next episode, she had a new job, which is great. But she was talking about like, I, I ran out of strategies. As someone that went through one of the most catastrophic events that could potentially happen with a student, I was impressed. Or a non-student. Or not? non Because he go. wasn't
0: really my student.
1: Right. right. Never
0: was. Yeah. Never had been. I had no relationship with them
1: yeah that was my first interaction with him too
0: uh all I knew was I'd see his name in the in disciplinary write-ups a lot mm-hmm. usually for loitering in the house um, <laughs> not that I was using I was not prejudging I got it you know I got to put that out there I wasn't
1: Well, especially in the moment too you're not thinking, oh, this is from the write-up from two weeks ago. no like, no 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 so. absolutely not
0: um so well, you know I didn't have an alternative I could have taken more time sure. My experience has been that when you put people in tough situations, like administrators, sometimes they can be vindictive. Mm. And so I didn't know what that what that outcome was going to be. Sure. And some of the correspondence I was getting from her via email was that I needed to do this and I needed to do that in order for...
1: When you were taking time or this was after you came back?
0: While I was taking time.
1: Oh, okay didn't know about that
0: because i had to write it up right and they had to hear it from me so that suggests they were hearing it from others
1: right who weren't really even part of it which i guess is a good thing that she wanted to hear from me it was just yeah. maybe the timing wasn't the best yeah and i
0: wrote it, i wrote it up and that was a little therapeutic writing it up
1: yeah in process
0: um probably should have taken a little more time um because i just wasn't feeling like i was like, I wanted to see something change in what we did mm-hmm. in the school, and I didn't see any effort being made towards that. You know, I just feel like I've—I'm done being useful. I just don't know that um, my—you know, and somebody else told me this, too. Um, one of—oh, uh, my favorite student. Um <laughs> told me that I just don't get students.
1: Hmm. Um, Which I saw that there was a restorative in, in logger. Did that go well?
0: Mm-hmm. It did. Good. It did. So it's a hard environment to work in. And I know, you know, oh, pity me. Oh, you know, I'm getting paid well. And I feel like, you know, they don't get me. Well, it's true. I, they, it's true. And I'm at the point where I'd rather be doing something else because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm that effective. I am with some kids.
1: I think you mentioned that in the last episode, too. You mentioned, like, I'm running out of little tricks. That was, I think, the direct quote that you had said. You well, know,
0: it, it shouldn't be that tricky. Yeah,
1: I You know, I'm not, I teaching, agree.
0: I'm not teaching sixth graders, right. sixth or seventh graders. You shouldn't graders. have to sell it at
1: every single moment of why we're doing what we're doing.
0: Right. right. You know, the the tolerance students have for listening to an adult perspective is really low.
1: All right, so at this point, Mary and I decided, you know what, we need a couple of refills before we tackle the rest of uh, the conversations that we wanted to talk about. So if you haven't already, please make sure you rate and review in whatever app you're listening to, spread the word. If we can get more people to listen to the show, it can continue to grow. You can also check out patreon.com slash classroom brew in case you would like to see more video Podcast clips or full-length video podcast episodes. Be sure to check out hashtag TeacherPods and hashtag Two Pods a Day. And until next week, when we continue the conversation with Mary. Class dismissed. Classroom Brew can be found on iTunes Apple Podcasts Stitcher Radio iHeartRadio TuneIn Radio Spotify and any other place you listen to your favorite podcasts.